Madison City Council this week approved a $40 wheel tax. $40? Yes, $40. Is that per wheel? Not per wheel, no. It's uh, It's only 10 bucks per wheel? Well, it depends on how many wheels you have in your car. If you're counting the spare, that'd be 50 No, it's per car. But then that's on top of the county's fee and the state fee. The county fee is, what, 28 and the state fee, I believe, is 75 so if you can do math, that brings us up to $153 to register your vehicle each year. Some of the money, not all of it, and this is important, actually not a whole lot of the money. Just a, just a little bit. <laughs> is going for a better bus system in Madison, which has some people, like you and I, and our editorial board excited. Other people, not so much. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the city's new wheel tax, the bus system in Madison, and how it's going to be better, we hope, on today's Center Stage with Milford and Hands, the Wisconsin State Journal's political podcast from the Sensible Center of Wisconsin Politics. I'm Scott Milford. I'm the editorial page editor for the State Journal. And I'm Phil Hands. I'm the editorial cartoonist for the Wisconsin State Journal. And we are half of the State Journal editorial board. The better looking half. Satcher Rhodes Conway, our new mayor in Madison. Can we still call her a new mayor? I think so. She's been in for a few Less months. Less than a year. Yeah. You know. She's about six months in. This was her idea. This wheel tax. And when it first came out, it was like, oh, we're going to have this wheel tax to pay for this modern transit system powered mostly by buses. And initially I was saying, hey, that's pretty cool. It's not a bad idea. Then we learned that the $8 million a year that that fee will bring into city coffers only 1.5 of that is going to go to a bus rapid transit system. But wait a minute, freeze. What is BRT? And Ooh, I know, I know, I know, and, I know. Uh, why do we need it? You in the vest, right here. <laughs> BRT stands for bus rapid transit. And what is that? It is a system of bigger buses that travel at faster speeds with limited stops. And it basically is a, is a bus that acts more like a subway system on the streets. And it's supposed to move people quicker, faster, and be more yeah. streamlined than, a, than the standard buses we're used to seeing. And we met with Mayor Satcher Rhodes Conway this week. She uh, talked a little about what it means. A lot of it is the branding. It's the different vehicle. It's the all-door boarding, it's the raised um, stations. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into making it feel like a high-end transit experience. A bus rapid transit, this was a big issue in the mayoral campaign. Everyone was supporting it, but Satya made it like one of her pet projects. And while Paul Salkin said, we're sure we're going to do it. But he was kind of like, well, we can't do anything until the feds and give us money. And We'll wait for the state to figure it out, and then we'll talk yeah. about doing it. And Satya said, we're doing it now, yeah. by golly. It's got, it's pretty broadly supported, but it's ex- it can be expensive. It's, I think the estimate is going to cost $130 million to build the system, and then it's going to cost another five million or so maybe more to run it every to operate it every year of that though approximately a hundred they're hoping to get from the federal government and mayor satya was telling us that she met with federal officials this past summer and they were really into us going for brt so she seemed pretty optimistic that we could get money from the federal government like their eyes lit up and they were really interested in that. And we spent you know, some time talking about what that looked like in Madison. And, um, and they said, you know, we are here to support you in doing that application and to help you put forward the best thing that you can, and, um, which is encouraging to me. We expect 
to ask for a hundred million um, and to put in thirty. Um, and that's just on the capital side, right? So they don't, it's not an operating grant, it's a capital grant. Yeah. This, this that's my question is, um, are you convinced that the city can still afford to operate BRT? And what, what's the math look like? We need to start setting up our funding streams to know that we can, can afford to operate. This new wheel tax, it could have easily paid for everything. Instead, she used most of the wheel tax fee to prop up the rest of the budget. To plug a budget hole. And a big chunk of this wheel tax is not actually going to pay for the bus. It's going to pay for salaries for city employees and other city services. Our editorial board weighed in on this with an editorial that said, smaller wheel tax okay if used for innovation. The subhead was too much of $40 charge would pay for services the city already provides. Ah, yes. So we were definitely cool with a wheel tax to pay for popular fast buses, but we didn't want a $40 fee, which we thought was too much, especially when it's just going for things that we're already getting that have nothing to do with buses. You think about it, it gives people angry at the BRT having, I mean, this this is a $40. It's not the end of the world. And people spend that much money on a shirt nowadays easily. It can so be, it's the shirt off their back is what you're saying. It's the shirt off their back. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not the biggest fee in the world. And I think other communities have pretty high wheel taxes, registration cars, fees for vehicles. But, you know, now this $40 fee is associated with BRT, yeah. even though, or the, you know, I'm going to say bus rapid transit instead of BRT because I okay. know you hate acronyms. <laughs> I do. Uh, but it's associated with this bus rapid transit system, even though, you know, just maybe 8 or $9 out of this fee is actually going to go to pay for the system. Unfortunately, the BRT has kind of been tarred by the, unfairly by this fee because now people have it in their head, oh, this $40 fee is going for these fancy, expensive buses that I'm never going to ride. Yeah. And in reality, no. Most of that fee is going to pay city workers a really good raise. A lot of them cops. I mean, a lot a lot of this yeah. fee is going to pay for cops. And a lot of it's going for other city services, too, that they otherwise wouldn't be able to afford. All of the $40 is being used in the metro budget because you can only use these wheel taxes for transportation. Technically, that's true. Now, yeah. the city already was paying, using property tax revenue, money into the metro transit budget. Yeah. And so they're going to take that money out and use it other places. So it's hard to sell to people that this is really paying, the wheel tax is paying for cops and garbage pickup and other things. But that's what it's doing. Do you think anybody, if we said, we're going to have a $9 wheel fee to pay for BRT, I'm sure everyone in Madison would say, sure, that sounds great. Yeah, that sounds affordable and worth it. But a $40 fee, which is going to be the highest municipal wheel tax in the state, People didn't particularly care for that. It, it didn't pass the city council by much. A lot of city councilors opposed to it. You'll notice they're all kind of in uh, areas where the BRT will never run. Good point. You and I used to ride the bus a lot. I haven't been riding the bus lately. I used to take the 16 over. Part of that is where our office is. It's hard to get to our office. Now, if we had a sleek little office in downtown, hint, hint, <laughs> paymasters and the enterprises, <laughs> I would take the bus every day because I, yeah, live, I, I live off the number six bus line, and it comes by regularly. It's two blocks away from my house. I would much rather do that than driving to work every day. Right now, the current bus system does a really good job of getting people downtown and to campus. If you live in certain parts of the city. Otherwise, the bus system really just snakes around, makes a million stops. My bus used to take me 45 minutes to get from almost the southeast side. Over by Monona. I mean, you're close, yeah, you're I'm, close I'm to Monona. I'm living over by Monona in Madison, though. Thank you. 
And uh, that was like a 45-minute bus ride with a transfer on the, at the south side. When I drive in on my car, which I do almost every day now, if it's even 15 minutes, I would be surprised. I could take two buses to beat here if I was willing to walk 20 minutes to the bus stop that comes over this yeah. way. And the mayor said she rides the bus, too. Bus That's a political stunt. Yeah, maybe. You do get a little more in touch with the city riding yeah. the bus. And maybe not on that commute from the Near East Side to campus, which is very white and tends to be professional class. But if you ride my old route, it wasn't that. It was people who don't have cars and they're doing this to get to work or get downtown and do some other things. And it's, it just takes a long time. And it is part of our social justice in our city. The way the transit system doesn't really get people, especially the affordable neighborhoods on the outskirts of town, it is really hard to get into Madison. If you live on the far southwest side, it's two or three buses and transfers. And I think having a BRT system could actually really help these people because it'd be one bus to your BRT, to your local BRT stop, and then you're downtown in 10 minutes. So we talked to the mayor about this. One thing I brought up was how is this cell going? Mayor Dave got beat up for the trolleys he was yep. going to have. Um, but I think we were, not, in, we, were in a very, we were in a very different moment, right? Um, I, I think... For better or for worse, um, you know, the, the trolley thing is, I mean, it's just not, the optics were not great on that, the messaging was not great on that. This is a system that actually serves the entire city, um, that we can, can definitively show improvements, and there are benefits to everyone, even if you don't ride the bus, right? The fact that we are going to be able to um, decrease in the long-term traffic congestion will help everyone. And I think the other piece of it is that um, we're in a moment now when people, you know, when we were first talking about, you know, commuter rail or trolleys or streetcars, or, I don't think people were feeling the pain yet. I think they're feeling the pain now. Right? I think people are starting to experience more traffic congestion um, than they have pre previously. And so I think that they understand more how this does get worse over time. right? And that if we don't act now, it will continue to get worse. And we are geographically constrained. We can't fit that many more cars through the isthmus. It's just physically yeah. not possible. She did note, and I think this is important, that it's not just environmental and transit-oriented people who are behind this, it's the business community. This is literally on the Chamber's agenda. It's on their list of top priorities. It's on DMI's list of top priorities. When I, mean, I talk to business leaders around the community, two things, housing, transit. What's unique about Madison is our downtown has two lakes on either side of it. So you can only run so many vehicles through there. And you would think we would sort of be a poster child for this bus rapid transit because we are sort of this dense, growing city with geographical limitations with our isthmus. Yeah. And we could funnel a lot of people through the isthmus with the BRT system. It'd be very, it could be very successful and kind of be a, a showcase to the rest of the country mm -hmm. how this can work. Yeah, according to Metro Transit, for each one of these buses that people would get on, it would take 80 cars off the roads. Yeah, which is a lot of cars. That's why the fee, even if you don't ride the bus, that's why it helps you, Mr. and Mrs. Motorist, um, because fewer cars will be on the bus. It won't be a total traffic 
jam downtown when we have another 50,000 plus people here. And we're adding several thousand people a year to Madison itself. And the other and the rest of the area is growing too. During her meeting with us, the mayor cited several communities in which BRT is working. Grand Rapids or Eugene or Boston or Cleveland or you know any of the places that have bus rapid transit. As they have rolled them out, ridership has pretty much across the board exceeded their expectations. So uh, I'm actually pretty confident that we can boost ridership significantly with a bus rapid transit system. The idea is that people are going to want to get on this new bus system, not because they have to, not because they don't have a car, but because it's more convenient. If you invest and create a positive, frequent, fast, easy rider experience, people will take transit. Mm -hmm. What you see across the country is the systems that raise fares and cut service, shockingly, have declining ridership. Right, because you're making it a worse experience, right? Um, but the people, the, the systems that have invested and uh, and given better service in one way or another, right? Whether that's frequency or spread or what you know, whatever improvements, riderships either stay steady or goes up. People in Chicago take the L because it gets you faster than it does to drive. Have you ever driven in the city of Chicago? Yeah. It's not yeah. great. And she had some pretty interesting, uh, I thought, revenue ideas, too. Like, she talked about Boston. I mean, the thing we can learn from Boston is, is their um, silver line. I don't know if you're familiar with it. So it runs from Logan um, in, and it's free. It's free from Logan into town. And you can get on the system for free. You can go wherever you want. Now, getting back out, you've got to pay. But um, that, I think, is a really smart thing. And I think that we should try and emulate it here in Madison. We could get a lot more people from the airport taking buses downtown into campus and paying for it and helping fund this bus system than they do now. We have this city where, you know, all the rich people live near into the city, you know, downtown, near west side, near east side, very posh, wealthy neighborhoods. You go to the outskirts of town, and that's where the affordable housing is, and you can't get places from there without a car. Mayor Satya, she talked a lot about the suburbs being super interested in this. Mayor Brar has a route picked out already that he wants the bus rapid transit to go on. I would love it if day one, this thing is going to Middleton, and that we're rolling out at least enhanced service to Sun Prairie. And whether it's the bus rapid transit or not, right? And I mean, Mayor Esser has said he'll take as many buses as I can give him. So to the people that would dismiss this as, ah, oh, it's just a crazy Madison loony left boondoggle idea, uh, the reality is Sun Prairie's interested in it coming out there. Wanakee's interested in it. Middleton wants it Middleton. Bad. The first line, which she hopes to have going by 2024, conveniently after her re-election, uh, <laughs> uh, would be a uh, east-west line basically going from the... East Town Mall to West Town yeah, Mall. Kinda sort like of, yeah, kind of like that, super fast. And then, but the planning would already be in place by then for a north-south line also. You know, one bit of advice, not that people listen to cartoonists when they talk <laughs> about transit planning, but they should. Yeah. But, you know, speed really has to be of the essence here. You know, yes. limited stops. Yeah. We're not stopping at every block or every two blocks or maybe even every five blocks. You know, you really want this to get places quickly and move masses of people as efficiently as possible. And it can't stop in every neighborhood. You know, it can't go on every street. It has to be 
It can't stop four times on the square like the buses do now. Yeah, you, you know, because it's about equity and getting people around the city as quickly as possible. And yeah. right now it's not fair that there are some people who live in the city that takes them over an hour to get to the Capitol Square. That's socially unfair. I have not ridden on a BRT. I've ridden on trains that are basically just like BRT. I was in Dallas several years ago. Dallas isn't a super liberal city, is it? Not. <laughs> I mean, it is for Texas, I think, but uh, I, I don't think it's liberal compared to Madison, Wisconsin. I mean, wow, was that a nice system. It's very similar where you buy your ticket in advance or you get it at a kiosk somewhere, but you just, you just stroll on. There's multiple doors. It's quick. You jump on. You're to your stop in no time. Like you say, it's almost like a subway. It was designed as an above-ground subway in Brazil in the 19, I think, 70s or 80s by a Brazilian mayor who was innovative, who said, I want a subway in my community. I can't afford it. I'm going to build a system. I'm going to make a subway on the roads yeah. with, 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 with buses. One of the ideas is to have routes that don't move around so that people can build development and transit-oriented developments around these stations. Yep. So that there's more, and so we can have more affordable housing around these stations. People can decide to, bu to live and know that like, the bus route's not going to move next week. Yeah, and the mayor talked about that, about how these stations we could potentially use TIF dollars. I would think that would be a really e easy thing to do to just say every station is now a TIF district and uh, for the five blocks around it. And you'd want really dense housing around a station so that more people can jump right on it. And people would want to live there because it would be so convenient. There's a number of ways that we could, could use TIF to support bus rapid transit. We probably can't use it for all of the possible ways. Um, but we definitely need to look at it as a tool, and it, it, it's possible that it could support stations, it's possible that it could support um, park and rides, it's possible that it could support transit-oriented development um, around either transfer points or just the, the rapid transit lines in general. So I, I think there's a lot of possibility here, um, and we do need, I mean, one of the things that we have to keep our eyes on is as we build out the transit system, how are we also paying attention to the land use around it? Mm -hmm. And making sure that that land use supports transit and vice versa. We also talked to her about what happens to the rest of the buses. One of the most interesting and encouraging things I heard the mayor say was that she was totally gonna rethink the map of where buses go, including the existing transfer points. Currently, the system's a bit of a, to use Trump's term, a disaster. Um, <laughs> because, you know, it's just, it doesn't make sense to have these transfer points. They're, they're almost all in the middle of nowhere, except for the one on the south side, which is by, MATC. now it's by the MATC campus down there. But like you know, one you know the one on the east side's literally got a Woodman's. Corn, it's got Woodman's and a corn. You can go into the liquor store at Woodman's. It's I mean, a, that is no, it's not nowhere. Phil. It's got a cornfield next to it. It literally <laughs> is in a cornfield. One of the things that we're doing again next year is a full route study on the entire system. And the way that I think about it is that we wipe the map clean. We look at needs. We look at destinations. We look at origins. And we look at hours, and we come up with an optimized system for Madison, not just today, but into the future. Is that what you're talking about getting rid of the transfer points? It could be. Um, staff were uh, maybe surprised is the right word <laughs> when I put that on the table, but I don't think you can really fully assess the system and how to optimize it 
if you uh, continue to assume that you have fixed transfer points, and particularly not with adding bus rapid transit. I, in my mind, each and every bus rapid transit stop is in effect a mini transit transfer point. And they have to be mixed use. They have to be embedded in um, commercial centers and um, have um, you know park and rides and they become um, likely destinations. As have well. destination? Yeah, they have to be a destination, right? And and frankly, we should be building transit-oriented development around them. As far as funding goes, because she's committed so much of this fee just to paying for ongoing city expenses having nothing to do with buses. Just general operating budgets. Yeah, so. again, of the $8 million that she's getting from this fee, only $1.5 million of that is going to BRT. But that's $1.5 towards about $4.5 to $5.5 million that they're going to need to operate the thing. Yeah. So... We got to come up with some more money. I think they're going to raise about a million dollars in then fares on this bus a year. Right. So that's two and a half kind of in the uh, in the ballpark, two and a half million out of the four and a half to five and a half million needed. The suburbs will pay for their portion. There's going to be some savings from Metro Transit. They're not going to be running that's right. some buses down some of these same routes, and maybe they'll be consolidated and figure out how to run the system a little more efficiently. But there is still some money out there to be found. Maybe the wheel tax has to go up to pay for it, which people would not like. Yeah, it's too bad we couldn't have just done this once and had it paid for right now rather than just using the fee for general services. Maybe they can find some savings in salaries to employees, cut, cutting positions, li limiting some services. Those are all things that people in Madison don't like to do. Also in Madison, a lot of times it's not cutting anything. They call it a cut, but, but what it's it a is less is, large increase. Yeah, as she looks for money, she did telegraph one place they might look for money, which is parking utilities. Oh yeah. Now we've got about a million and a half from a vehicle registration fee. We expect to get about a million, and that's a conservative estimate um, from the fare box. And then we need to put together what the rest of it is. And right now. What Director Lynch is looking at is, um, can we tap into uh, parking utility revenues? And I would think that would be controversial because the parking revenue money is supposed to go to build more parking. But if more people are using the BRT system and they're staying off the roads, maybe we don't need as much parking. Maybe it is justified. One place we could not find money for this BRT, the most important service the city provides. Golf. That's right. <laughs> the golf money is untouchable. It's the only thing the city should be doing is golf. Yeah, maybe instead of BRT, we should have GCRT. Golf cart rapid transit. Golf cart rapid transit. I love it. <laughs> I've always been one of those guys that was like, why are the city spending money on golf? And then this last summer, I started playing golf a lot at Glenway. And I love it. And like the guy knows me and he helps me with my swing because I'm really, really quite bad at golf. But I feel like I do spend time in the public park now more than I ever had before. Which golf course is that from? Called Glenway. That's the one we need to get rid of. Because <laughs> it's cutting into my cartooning time. Yes. It's 2 o'clock. Wasting on, your time. It's 2 o'clock on a Friday afternoon, Scott. I got to go. It's snowing, <laughs> Phil. You can stay and work. Claire, the Claire Bear Hands, sang the taxing version of the school bus song at the outset of our podcast. Our theme music is by Tube Tester. To subscribe to the Wisconsin State Journal's digital edition, 
go to madison.com slash subscribe now. You can get the first month for just 99 cents. It's $5 a month after that. Or if you'd like the e-edition, a replica of the print newspaper digitally delivered to your inbox each morning, that's just $10 a month. Just go to madison.com slash subscribe now. You'll be supporting more than 40 journalists here in our newsroom, plus many more at madison.com and other newspapers across the region.